This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So welcome friends to this week's Freedom Fighter podcast, uh, we're continuing our series on overcoming the spirit of rejection this week, uh, we're going to delve into the topic of insecurity versus security, so um, we're just going to join now as I, as I shared on this subject yesterday, so be blessed guys. So praise the Lord, thank you God uh, for this uh, day, this new day. Father, I just pray for, Lord, today for utterance by your spirit. I pray for the truth that makes free, O God. We thank you that, Lord, two or three are gathered together in your name. There you are in the midst. So, God, we just ask you, God, for clarity today. We didn't get all dressed up for nothing, God. We're, we're claiming light. God, we know by your spirit you lead us and teach us and guide us, train us, equip us. So we just ask you, God, for clarity. God, we know we're not just we're not we're not uh, going into these subjects just to dig up things for the sake of it. God, we thank you that God, you uh, promised us that Lord, we will arise and shine as we cultivate, as we dig, as we plant, as we weed, as we prune. God, as we bear fruit. God, so I just praise you, God, for this uh, day. I thank you for new new ground today. I thank you for the updates uh, hearing us, God. That God, that you'll bring them into a new place, God, a new, a new uh, position, a new, 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 new liberation, new, new, new uh, place of freedom, oh God. So I just ask for your blessing upon this now in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so this morning I'm going to look at uh, insecurity versus security, and. Uh, I'm going to just be up up front for the beginning. I, I've actually felt a bit of opposition in myself, uh, you know, um, going here this week, encountering this kind of push, because, you know, facing painful memories or, or characteristics or patterns in our lives, it's no easy. We know that. It's, it's, not, it's not easy to face up to things. But, you know, I, I'm just reminding us that the promise that God gave us at the beginning of the year was cultivate. And this, this was about the weeding and the planting, the digging and the pruning and the bearing fruit. And, uh, you know, what we devotional says, when that is done, then I lead you out into other fields. And, you know, to me it's like it smashes all this kind of religious... Uh, you know, kind of these ideas that that have been kind of spun about at times that we don't need to cultivate. You know, uh, we've got no part in this. Well, I know how many years I've lived without doing jobs. I'm I'm just done my garage. You know, with the helper down there and others, and uh, I've stayed in that house for five years. And the joy I've got at seeing this dream became a reality. This, this was hard work, daily work, you know, um, and uh, it, it really, it really taught me a lesson that look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this feeling of actually experiencing the rewards of the hard work, and uh, it's like, personally, 
a lot of the issues that I've had and not been able to do things is because you maybe feel inferior or un, unable, incompetent. You know, um, and that, you, you, you know, you can sit at the sidelines of life feeling like that and looking on, wishing you could do things. But, you know, the, the reason we're going where we're going is because how important these issues and the inside of us are to be resolved so we can arise, so we can be what we're meant to be and operate for that, that better place. Um, so it's so key, the cultivation of our lives, the preparing the ground, the breaking up, uh, you know, the sowing, the planting, the ploughing, you know, it's so important. So I hope you are catching that vision. I hope the I hope the the idea, you know, the the the, the truth in it is is we're grasping it and we're saying I'm 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 excited about this. I'm excited about the the work, you know. And personally, I can't even remember in all my my life going to church in different places. I don't remember a study done on rejection that actually exposed things for me to the point where I oh you know I was I was getting uncomfortable and. You know, bringing things into the light, and I also felt when I was outside this morning. Um, you know, it's like we can focus on this for one week, <laughs> and and just like, oh, I have, I found out some information, but never actually stay on it long enough for it to go. Actually, there's why you don't want to think about that. There's why you don't want to go there. You know, so I'm I'm going to share my own uh, study this last week, last couple of weeks really I suppose, um, and my own journey, how this has been working out in me. And the bottom line is, it's not like this um, lab laborious kind of oh my goodness talk about this stuff and it, it, it's like depressing you. I actually feel lighter. I feel freer. I feel more encouraged. Through this study, you know that I don't, I don't have to be defined by the shame of some of these characteristics and patterns that have held me in their grasp for years. That's the, that's the reason we are seeking truth, the truth that makes us free. You know, that's where we're going with it, working the ground with it. You know, and I, I'm saying that with myself. <laughs> I have had a garage that I know I could have done things about. Uh, uh, you know, obviously we're locked down and. You know, no running about as much, but it was just like the sense of fulfilment of actually making something happen, you know, and putting the hard work in and not being paralysed by certain thoughts that mean you just look, you look for that prison, your prison looking out, thinking, I wish I could be like that. And, you know, that's what we can be like when we're living with this, with these problems, with this spirit of rejection, with insecurity that, that's that's keeping us so bound. So, so I'm going to just get into a uh, a, a wee bit of uh, explanation this morning, and 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 by the end of this, I'm hoping we're all shouting and running around the, the living rooms, you know, with, with joy uh, at the truth that makes us free. So, so I'm just going to start with defining insecurity. Uh, the word it says uh, is to be uncertain or anxious about yourself. It's to lack confidence. It's to be unstable. And it's to be uncertain, which really is, you're not completely confident or sure of something. You know, when I'm when I when I I'm reading these things, I know I can still feel like that. You know, when, you don't, when you're not feeling skilled in something, you can feel inadequate, unable to do something. You know, so you're uncertain. 
you know, but if if and and then the the uns the uh, when you're unstable, because you know of of uh, this lack of confidence, lack of worth, you know, we all feel like this. We can be unsure of things. So, the opposite here is feeling secure, is I'm confident, I'm free from fear or anxiety, I'm stable, I'm fixed, I'm certain to remain safe and unthreatened, right? So we'll get to the, we'll get to that at the end here. We'll get to the the reality of where this security comes from. But I'm going to just go into a wee bit about the the insecurity. A friend of mine sent me a poem, um, say, whatever it was, a week and a half ago. Um, and uh, it really, it said that, talking about pretending. Joyce Meyer said, the real me is not acceptable, so I need to produce a pretend me. We're so insecure of our worth, of our value, that we, we are unacceptable. So then we have to behave as if, uh, to, to appear as if we are something, or something different, because we're deep down we believe that we're not acceptable. So this poem, um, it says, Pretending is an art that is second nature within me, hiding the insecurity and worthlessness I feel, living in fear of our weakness being exposed we play superficial games. We hide. We perform. And the question was, how, how do you hide? Do we people please? Are we a victim? Are we the nice person? Are we the critic? Are we the performer? Are we the angry person? Are we the show-off? Um, we play, the poem said, we play superficial games. I tell you everything that's really nothing and nothing of what's everything of really what's going on within me. So the question was, what's behind all this? And one paragraph in the poem says, a long conviction of worthlessness. These walls of worthlessness have been built for many years, making me fight against the very things I cry out for, and then I resist the very people who can help me. Um, John Eldridge wrote, Behind every posing man is a wounded boy, or a wounded or insecure boy, who's terrified of being seen for what what he is or what he's not. Behind every posing man is a wounded boy. Most of what you encounter when you meet a man is this facade, a fig leaf, a brilliant disguise. Jesus talks to the Pharisees in Matthew 23 and he says, Woe to you, Pharisees, scribes, hypocrites, for you are like, you're, you're like whitewashed tombs which appear beautiful outwardly, but inside you're full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you are also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. And, you know... Looking at the that word, Jesus is pointing always to what's going on inside a person. You know, and he, he says in, in Mark chapter 7 about the, you're wanting to clean the outside of cups and, and live by all these traditions. When he goes, it's from the inside of your life that you're contaminated and defiled. 
get that righted. So, we want to get to the root of how this plays out in our lives. Why we need to hide. And we said, I said in the first week, I know Vince touched on some of the characteristics last week. I said in the first week about the worthlessness, you know, because well, because of where we've came from, what's happened in our lives, um, and how that's played out. So, it's clear that insecurity has came because of what's happened to us. The, 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 how our worth has been defined by something that's, uh, that's made us feel so unstable. Came from a, 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 short, a, a shaky foundation. I'm reading Joyce Meyer on this. And uh, I really got me reflecting. <laughs> she talked about when she started preaching... Her, she was so insecure. See if people never complimented her. Oh my goodness. Her, her, her day, she was tormented for days. Uh, she would get through, through days of tormenting herself. And then she said the devil would, would create, play games and play on that, hit her weak spots, get people to no text her or, or no do certain things with her. Um, and it would just pull these wee strings. It got me thinking about my own. I remember I took fitness classes just after I stopped Scottish School of Sport. And uh, I remember I would go, I would do my class, I would, I would get home and I'd comfort eat. But I, don't, I didn't know what was going on, but that was what it was. I felt that the class was the verdict on me. People's response in the class was the verdict on me. So I was, I was needing this, like, I, I was so uh, n- needy inside, which meant I ran to something to, to block the pain out. Um, you know, so the question is, I depended on my comfort, uh, comforting at that time. But she, she says about, what, what, uh, what are you depending on? What does it take to keep you fixed? Does your personal sense of well-being depend on what other people say or do? When you're feeling a bit shaky, do you start looking for someone to come in and fix you and make you feel stable again? You know, and, and let's face it, we're all, we've all had moments in, you know, of our, in our past, wherever we are just now. But the goal is stability in Christ, not in compliments, not in the actions, the fickle moods of others, you know. Uh, because if we're depending on others, you know, depending on... People whose moods could be good, good one day, bad the next. Different things going on with them, you know. Um, so, the great news is the security that comes for Christ. I'm going to turn to uh, Ephesians chapter 3. And I'll read it in the Amplified. It's verse 17. So the Apostle Paul is praying this prayer and uh, prays that we would be strengthened in our inner man, that Christ would dwell in our hearts through faith, that we would be rooted and grounded in the love of God. We'd be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that we would be filled with all the fullness of God, right? Verse 17 Amplified says, that Christ, through faith, would make his home in our hearts, that we would be rooted deep in love, 
and founded securely in, on love. And, uh, you know, what, what a joy it is to know that our security doesn't depend upon our performance, our job, our income, our looks, our house, how other people treat us, you know, our education, the clothes we've got on our back, what we drive. Our security comes from who we are, who, who Christ says we are, who God says we are. And uh, I'm going to turn to, this is shouting ground here, turning to uh, Romans chapter 8. This is, uh, to my own shame, I've, I've, barely, I've, I've barely looked at this, I have to say, like in a lot of depth. But it's it's uh, subheaded as God's everlasting love. What shall we say? If God be for us, who can be against us? He did the spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. And how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who's going to bring a charge against God's elect? It's God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It's Christ who died, who, who furthermore who was risen, and who's at the right hand of the God of God making intercession for us. So who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? So, would you hear some of these words? Who shall separate us? The word separate means cause to move or to be apart. It's to split and break up and come between. And then he goes on to express all these words and expressing them as alternatives by saying tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril. And really the descriptive, the, the words, the, it couldn't be any worse. It couldn't be, it couldn't be worse experiences as a human being. He says, shall tribulation, the trials and difficulties we, we go through, or distress, the extreme anxiety and torment and torture we experience, or persecution, what about some persecution we have for others, hostility, judgment, ill-treatment? What about famine? You know, he's Paul's writing these things, extreme scarcity of food, nakedness. You know, he was writing for a place of people stripping them naked. Can that separate me? Should that make me feel ashamed? Should that make me feel insecure? Peril, serious and immediate danger and risk, jeopardy, your life's in total jeopardy. Or the sword, speaking figuratively of the punishment and threat of violence. He says, shall any of these things, who shall separate us from the love of, the love of Christ? Um, he says, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Joyce Meyer wrote, um, you know, if, if people are mistreating us and, and, and are persecuting us, and it doesn't affect our worth and value, that is when we're being more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors when that is happening. And, uh, you know, we are able to say, yet, in all these things, I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved me, because I'm fully persuaded, beyond all doubt, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, or powers, nor things present, or things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other thing created, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, 
you know, insecurity is a part of our journey. You know, you know, when we've not had the best foundation, we've we've lived in an insecure, shaky foundation, which has been unstable because we've known, known deep down, here's who I am. When I first met Vince, I remember him coming to my house, and he said to me, "I know I'm loved," and there was nothing deceitful. There was nothing contaminated about it. There was a. I, I looked at it. And I goes, "That you are, you are totally rooted." There was such a stability in his conviction of knowing I'm totally loved, and he was able then to, to share that love with others from a, a a place of order and balance. You, you know, with me. Uh, uh, you know, and I, I sensed from him such a the stability of that. You know, so I I believe that you know we're cultivating these things because we're saying how's this playing out in our lives, um, and knowing that you know it, it is torment. Let's face it, and I, I put my hands up to this when when we make issues out of other people, uh, you know what they do, uh, what they're doing. We're tormented about what other people think. You know, people pleasing. I'm speaking to friends of ours, and it really reminded me. I remember early days for me, I had a vision, and God showed me I was like the, the wee boy in the middle playing piggy in the middle, running from person to person to person, trying to get the ball, and it was like so desperately needing their approval, and exhausted because, you know, you're. you're Back and forth, back and forth, you know. And uh, but that that other characteristic of being insecure, constantly tormented about what other people think. I mean, it, it's it's a uh, it's not a good place to live. So, but we're 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 not staying there. <laughs> the reason we're in cultivate here is trust in God. Where does our healing and secu- where does the healing and security come from? You know, and the great news, the conviction that uh, the the prayer of Paul there that um, that Christ would actually by faith dwell and settle down and make his permanent home in our hearts, that we would be rooted and grounded, stable, fixed. Foundly, uh, founded securely on his love for us, right? And and moving forward, knowing nothing, no matter what these people say about me, I mean, to me, what a victory! We were away late, and uh, I was out in the the lock, and the, we watched a movie called Unbroken. I'm sure everybody's seen it. The story of Louis Amparini in the prisoner war camp, Japan, World War Two, American soldier, and. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the movie, he, he's he's getting into all sorts of bad behaviour, and he ends up he ends up running, he ends up uh, you know he starts staying track, uh, kind of running, and he becomes an Olympic athlete. But his brother is training him, and his brother said to him while he's doing the hard work of uh, exercise and training, he said, "If you can take it, you can make it." <laughs> and and uh, while I was out in the kayak in the lock. And we were thinking about some of the things that we've came through of late. I heard that from my own situation. If you can take it, you can make it. Meaning, 
if see if these people are this opposition and persecution and judgment and mistreatment and all that stuff, if if that Disney uh, uh, break you and make you lose faith, lose confidence, lose heart, you can make it. And uh, I, I'm I'm really excited that the you know in the midst of all this now I see that. That clinging to that truth, being fully persuaded that none of this stuff can separate me from the love of God. None of it can separate me from his view of me. His view of this is who you are. No, the tribulation, the distress, the persecution, the, the extreme stuff that can happen to us. It's, it's uh, my security is founded by being rooted and grounded in him. So Father, we just worship you this morning. We thank you for these amazing truths. We thank you that, Lord, we're exposing the spirit of rejection and, and its characteristics of insecurity that plays, plays out in our lives. God, I pray specifically this morning, Lord, about this, eh, about the constantly being tormented about what other people think or the spirit of people-pleasing, seeking people's, eh, to please people to the detriment of our own hearts and eh, spiritual health. God, I pray as we're exposing that this morning. God, we just bring it and name it into the light. We thank you that, Lord, that light will lead to life. We don't have to walk in darkness. We don't have to be overpowered and controlled by these things. We thank you that we can live from a place of security, live from a place of acceptance and worth, knowing we're deeply loved in you. So I pray that for each person listening. I thank you, God, that your goal for us is to bring us into know the love of Christ that passes knowledge to be rooted and grounded to be filled with all the knowledge of God to then to be reflecting you from a place of security from a place of love and acceptance so I pray that for every person listening in Jesus name This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.